This week's episode of Potasaurus is brought to you by heavy spoilers for Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC and dropped calls on Discord. This is Timber Tapped, and welcome to the Potosaurus. I'm here alongside the Potosaurus host, the the man with the dinosaur, Kyoryu Hunter. Hi, you were stalling so you could remember my name. <laughs> you sound like you're and on edge, Timber. <laughs> Jesus. And 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 next to that man, there's also Ken. Hi. Technically, you're more next to me than. Then kill, kill I mean, technically, I mean, you're in the center. You're you're wedged in the in the Kyo and Timber sandwich. Oh. But uh, yeah, welcome, welcome to Potosaurus, guys. It has been uh, a while since I was here. How have you guys been? Been alright. Alive. Yeah, Good time. Basically, that. How about Any... you? Yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been a good time. Lots of good stuff happened to me. That's why I wasn't here, because I was just out oh. having a great time. Like so, what? What good things? Well, I played, beat, and 100% achieved Sayonara Wild Hearts. So that was a good oh. time. Yeah. And uh, I also played some other stuff, but that that's later in the show, right? That's when we, then mm. we talk about the video games. So I guess, uh, what did I do? It's like a big void during that Weren't week. You? But so many good things. Oh, so many good things. They girlfriend? were amazing. Yeah, I was. I was with my girlfriend. So she she had come and visited for that week. Uh, during which time we uh, mostly just uh, explored the town. I realized I'd lived here for so long that I had never really like gone to see anything. I think this happens with a lot of people when they move to new cities. Is that they'll mm-hmm. like they'll like they'll they'll just exist in that space. And not really bother seeing this stuff because it's just like ah, I'll get to it when, whenever I have years maybe to see this stuff. So then you just never go to it. But I got this... to see some neat libraries and bookstores. There was this really cool uh, Japanese dessert place that it specialized in Japanese style desserts. I don't know how authentic it was. Maybe maybe Kyo could speak to this. Have you ever had like a durian and black bean? ice cream thing like was that is that a thing black bean or black bean i don't know if it's like black beans they they looked like black beans it was just like were they red beans sweet little black beans they were not red beans because they actually had red beans on the menu this was a black bean that was sweet Ken, are the um japanese black beans they're more of a are they more of a sweet or are they more of like a neutral flavor because they're not like they're not like a like yeah, more of a neutral beans. the azuki is more of the sweet which is the red bean yeah, they could have been dark red beans, and they could have just, or like they could have been sweet black beans. For all I know, Japanese but, black beans are different. Okay, 
Well, it was it was it was very good. Uh, initially, I went there expecting to just get bubble tea, and I was like, "Wait, they have like something I've never tasted before." Well, I have to eat that. And how was it? It was good. Um, it was pretty sweet. I've had durian before, so that's kind of why I went there because I was like, "Well, it has this weird bean thing." And then it also has durian, and I know that I can handle durian, even though when my uh, my folks came the week after to, to like, try this place out, too, and uh, when my mom took a bite from the durian, she was just like, this is rotten onion, and I'm like, oh, there's no onion in it, I assure you, and she's like, no, there's onion! It's full of onions, I hate onion! I was like, okay, this is a mistake. <laughs> but, uh... So, wait, did the rest of Ozone come to visit you, too? <laughs> Oh yeah, you know, the after word spread of my exploits in Japanese desserts in my local town, Ozone just had to try. <laughs> what so you about like durian, yeah. huh? <laughs> I do I, I do like durian. I do actually like durian. Um I don't it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it's definitely like I can I can eat it and I recognize it as kind of a desserty treat kind of thing. It smells like death. Oh yes, yes. it smells like oh. death. Oh yes. You know, I, I, I ate this durian candy one time, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't too bad," but you know, it has a weird aftertaste. I decided to drink soda after that, and I burped, and then I smelt the durian, and oh. I was like, "Oh my god, my nose! I was dying." <laughs> You're killing yourself with your own odors. That's terrible. Yeah. So, I had some uh, like dried durian once. My um, Japanese buddy, his his grandma gave me a packet of it, and I had it. And I'm like, it was okay. But she's like, oh, how is it? I'm like, oh, you know, it's it's good, thank you. And then she just like took the rest of the, the packages and gave them to me because she didn't like them. <laughs> so I got trapped by being nice. Like, oh yeah, it's good. <laughs> good. Thank you. And she just gave me all the rest of them. I'm like, I don't want this. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, so Obasans doing it right. You never know what you're going to get out of that. You never know. So you just tell them thank you, and then you're just like either going to get nothing or everything. Depends on how they feel on it. What was Did that? you fall asleep? <laughs> I was, what? I was, no, that just... Oh, is that you? Okay. I was yeah. like... I just heard like a pin drop, and I was like... Oh. No, I um, I I have this thing on my on my channel with my channel points that you can ask me to show you my weeb shit. And someone earlier asked me to show them my Gundams, and I got on a tangent about how I like... <laughs> Like Power Rangers robots and stuff, so I had to pull down my Tocho Tokyo my like gigantic train on a train on a train on a train type of like robot, and I had a oh, dinosaur yes. train. And it's just still down here, and you can open and close its mouth, and it snaps. <laughs> so like I I I need it to be away from me because I'm going to keep like, doing I can't, this. I can't handle it. I can't. He he can't. No, handle I'm, it. the problem is I am handling it, and that's the issue. <laughs> it's a little too well handled. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't have anything on my desk for that because I brought my lock seats to work one time, and all I was doing was opening it and closing it, and I kept doing it while I was on the phone. And someone was just like, "What's that clicking sound, Ken?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, sorry." Then your heart, then your heart starts like you could hear that. Yeah, Yeah, luckily I didn't turn the thing on. Otherwise, it would just yell banana. Banana. I could just imagine being on the other end of that line. Like, excuse me? And how about some orangey? That's the only one I have is the, um, like, a cheap orange one, like a capsule toy. Not capsule toy, it's a candy toy. 
I had everything except the the writers, the writers ones, but but no one wants those. Yeah, not anymore. I, I even have durian. <laughs> durian. Yeah. Oh god. Um, I showed some people. I think that like a couple episodes of Gaim, and they were just in love with Bravo. They're like, he's so fucking campy. I'm like, I know. He's yeah, just that's really why everyone campy. loved him. <laughs> he used to be a professional wrestler. Yeah, he's like. I remember reading, he was just like, the character had a really weird backstory, and then, like, he was just, like, someone I didn't expect to be on a kid's show, and he's just, like, owning that camp and making it campier. Yeah. Mercy. I have have so much stuff on my desk just from stream. Like, I'm always, like, pulling shit up to talk to people, or, like, to show people, or, like, I have two game cases and or two Xbox original game cases and then a PS1 case on here because I kept talking about them today. And like I just have shit everywhere. You you have no idea. Like the what you can see on my cam is like a fraction of what's actually over here. So how have you been, Kill? <laughs> Timmy, did you fall asleep? No, I'm right here. I'm trying to I was just I was just thinking about how <laughs> that was like the weirdest delivery. I'm not here. I'm I'm like dying, guys. I'm sorry. I'm like a dead person right now. But well, we can I do keep have, it short today if you need to. I do have a Deku link though. That's that's a thing that I have on my desk. Is it Link as a Deku or is it? No, no, no. It it is Link as a Deku. He's got a little flower in him, uh, on him, in his hand. Um, Is this one of those like Nintendo of America or World of Nintendo toys? It is. It was given to me as a gift, and I haven't taken it out of the box because I don't really know what I would do with it if I did. It's one of those like it's not an amiibo. Like with an amiibo, it's like okay, take the box out because I want to be able to scan that. Or if it was even like an action figure where like the the parts would move, it'd be like, well, I could like fiddle with that, right? But like this little Deku Link, he's just like a little figurine, right? Like, there's nothing, nothing moves, nothing, nothing happens with it. So it's like I don't know, mm-hmm. it just exists. I need to take it out of the box. It's going to get annoying soon. But well, I've been doing fine, thank you. I, I've been playing more shitty games on stream where and where I are bought... we in the pile now <laughs> uh dino crisis 3 right now <laughs> someone kept asking me they're like will you pl-? they're like oh, i was playing alone in the dark the new nightmare and then someone's like can you like what else are you can play next I'm like i don't know what do you want and they're like what about dino crisis 3 i'm like are you fucking sure whatever which that's what's on my desk i have a japanese copy and a u.s copy of it and i have them up because the box art is very different and makes them both look like different games. The Japanese one makes the game look better. The US version's a lot more along the lines of how bad the game is. And then I bought another game yesterday. Um, this little game called Apocalypse for PS1. Are either of you guys familiar with this game? Apocalypse? Yes. I don't... It's called Apocalypse. I don't think I am. So Apocalypse for PS1 um, is a video game starring Bruce Willis. Oh, the, the one based on the movie that Neversoft no. did? Uh, there's, I don't think there's a movie, is there? Is there I'm a movie to, for this? I'm trying to think. Hold on. It's the one that Neversoft did, though, right? Uh, this was made by Activision. Um, I can't tell what that's on there. Hold on, let me look. Yep, developed uh, by uh, Neversoft. Yeah, but there's no movie, though, right? It's just the game. Well, this is what Wikipedia's for. <laughs> well, I'm looking up. I'm double-checking because I might have lied to a bunch of people today, so let me double-check. Um, Made by Neversoft and Activision stars Bruce Willis, 
It was the first original game after Tony Hawk. Ah, okay, okay. I just but, think of Bruce um, Willis, and then I think of the best Christmas movie ever, Die Hard. It's basically like that. I'll read the back of the box if you would like. Oh, yeah. Apocalypse, starring Bruce Willis. The end of the world is near. You're Bruce, starring as Trey Kincaid, nanophysicist <laughs> and sole defender of the world. Oh, it's up wow. to you to defeat the four horsemen before it's happy trails to all of us. Um, let's see. It's raw action. Take control of Bruce Willis, one of the greatest action heroes of all time. Motion captured and cyber scanned for the most intense hardcore action ever. Killer cinematics unveil a doomsday plot. Destroy it all. Explore multi-level war factories, prisons, sewers, and more. Level everything to the ground in 360 degree battle anywhere environments that echo with explosive sounds. And finally, lock and load. Brave the dismal future against up to 20 on-screen enemies. Good thing you can don multiple weapons at once, like rip lasers, flamethrowers, semi-automatics, and homing missiles. He was cyber-scanned into this game. <laughs> cyber-scanned. I, I, I think my favorite thing about this is, in the in the synopsis it says, you play as Trey Kincaid, and later double the best back, and it's like, basically, enjoy your time as Bruce Willis. And I'm like... yeah. So, Bruce Willis as Trey Kincaid, who was scanned into a video game where he couldn't possibly... Like, this was before they mo-capped people into games. So, he he literally just existed to be a model in this game. Because it says, like, in the thing, like, you're Bruce Willis starring as Trey Kincaid. Then you go over to Raw Action. Take control of Bruce Willis. Like, are you Bruce Willis or are you Trey Kincaid? That's the real understand. question. I think Bruce Willis asks him that, himself that question every day. And up to 20 on-screen enemies... 20 all 20, whole 20. uh and i believe this game uses tank controls yep this is tank controls i cannot wait to play so this is a resident evil clone then potentially potentially well i don't know if it doesn't have um if it has full 3d backgrounds and stuff like that i have to make sure if it's actual 3d or re clone because i fucking love re clones because they try it's... their best to not be RE, but then they end up just being RE. That does look pretty 3D. I don't think it's going to be quite the RE feel, but... Well, because, like, Dino Crisis is still technically an RE clone. But it's full 3D. I tried just doing an image search on Google, but all it is is just multiple low-res images of Bruce Willis's face. That's all <laughs> that I'm getting. <laughs> it's really bad, too. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh goodness! <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. It was like ten dollars, and I bought it. And I could bring it up. And the guy's like, "Is this a movie?" I'm like, "No." Or was it a movie? You might have asked. I'm like, "No." It's just it's Bruce Willis in the video game. <laughs> it looks pretty bad. It looks pretty bad. That, is that a That's... flame? Is that supposed to be a flamethrower? Is it the one where it's like it looks like I don't know a fruit by the foot? Uh... Yeah, it's like a a banana strawberry fruit by the foot. Yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord, this is gonna have to be like I don't know. How do you do this? How do you, how do you beam screenshots in a podcast to your audience? I'd have to put it in, but that's a lot of effort. That is a lot of effort. You're right. We don't do effort here. All right, so you're doing apocalypse. I had my time with uh 
Sinar, Wild Hearts, and not much else. What about you, Ken? Let's see here. I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem again. I just got to the time skip for the Three Houses. And besides that, I've been also playing a lot of Madden, ironically. Cause Madden. Madden. Which one? Hold on, hold on. Which Madden? Because my understanding is that it like actually stopped being good after a certain year, right? Oh, Madden twenty. Oh, yeah, the story. Okay. Yeah, they have the story. That's why I, I play, I play for the story. <laughs> I'm here. I, I swear. I swear. I swear. You know, dude, bros. Yeah, they they got rid of the the one shot like generic character from the last two years that I was just like I'm so invested about this character from Madden 18 and Madden 19 now you're just your own character going through the college years and I'm like I don't even care about the college stuff because I our our, our football team is like nothing <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest as, as a as a like as a unsports initiated not I'm not a sports boy um I didn't realize that Madden had a, a story mode. Like, there's actually like a story. Yeah, mode where they you try they, to tell they started compelling. they started doing it like recently because the the FAFA one did so well a couple FAFA? years back. Remember, we went through this the last time I mentioned FAFA, uh, FIFA, <laughs> FIFA, FAFA. Oh no. Yeah, so the FAFA games also did had a story character where you're just this one guy who's going between all odds and all that stuff, and that became very well, so they decided to take it to the Madden stuff because they need a shot in the arm because they don't have a, a basketball game no more because 2K's been dominating that market as of late. So, But then again, 2K is not doing really so hot as of late. Both the basketball and the wrestling game is oh, oh, it's complete oh the wrestling game was yeah the wrestling game was a was another level of flaming um, disaster. From what you're talking about you never you never knew that hair is supposed to be thirty feet off of your body. <laughs> oh man, I mean, they probably honestly maybe this was a tactical failure, right? They said. We're going to do it so badly that it no. will go down in history as terrible, and everybody's going to want to play the terrible wrestling game, right? No, basically they had to. They, they had all these a new developer take over the game within five months, and that's why there's so many bugs. You can find they... out more by watching Matt Mitchum's "What Happened." The twenty two K twenty WWE edition. It's a very very insightful thing, so I would highly recommend it. But I think, I think besides I've seen that, his series before, he does a lot of um, yeah, he does a lot of, a lot of uh, dumpster fire games that I just was like, mm, <laughs> my mom, I just eat it all up. But besides that, I've been playing a lot of Review Starlight. The my favorite voice actress's character is being featured very heavily this week, so I was back on that high horse again. So, yeah. Besides that, nothing much. Yeah, between for me, between my uh, my girlfriend visiting and um, 
basically beating a whole a whole video game last week. I didn't really play much else because I basically binged that. So it was just I did I did Cyanide Wild, Heart, Wild Hearts, which I'm gonna I, I don't know how to talk about that game because it's it's just a short it's a it's a it's basically a rhythm game it's very near automata style in terms of its its uh gameplay variation so like you'll go a minute into a level which in itself is a song and as that progresses you'll initially like be coasting on your skateboard from left to right to center trying to collect these um these collectible pieces on the route and it'll suddenly just be like, and now your camera is a side scroller, and you're gonna try to like shoot the the things that are flying at you, and it'll just suddenly pan into your character, and now it's like now it's a first person shooter, and you're zipping around this like it's uh, F Zero. I think the game pretty much encapsulated uh, trying to hit every gaming trope that existed. Um, in classic games and just threw it into segments of levels as it went along. Um, it was a very, I felt like it was a very well-crafted, uh, tasty little package of a game. And then after that, I played a bit of Wasteland 2 and remembered why I don't play long apocalypse post-Armageddon RPGs anymore. Because, um, it just felt, and, and I, I heard from people that Literally, you have to play like 20 hours of that game before it gets good. Um, so maybe I just haven't put the time investment in it, but it just made me feel like if that's the case, why don't I just play the first like Fallout or Fallout 2, which were far more condensed packages of this basically the same game um, that that would grab me in the first hour instead of 20 hours in. But uh, so yeah, two, two extremes, I think. And then, of course... Uh, Temtem, which made me realize my my not great taste for uh, Pokemon likes, I think. I just find them a little too repetitive for me personally. But other people dig them. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is something to deconstruct. What, what about... Because I know that both of you at least enjoy certain aspects of Pokemon games, albeit maybe not necessarily Sword and Shield. But what is it about Pokemon games that you enjoy the most like what do you what do you get the most out of a pokemon game um i like being able to pick the pokemon that i like and go through a decent amount of content like i mean i want to be able to complete the main story and then have more shit to do that is not just a shitty battle tower or like a battle maze on like an x and y i want more than just like oh here's a challenge tower i'm like but is there more like more things like Previous games had things like a battle frontier or, you know, like more island challenges, stuff like that. And like, I, like with Sword and Shield, uh, they took out almost everything I liked of it, which was the Pokemon I like, and then literally having anything to do that isn't running around an area and doing the same raid with the NPCs who just do nothing over and over again. They took out my bros. They took my, my, my bro Pokemon. Oh, man. What about you, Ken? Pretty much the aspect of choosing your partner and bringing them on the adventure. Like, I don't really change my party all too much. Once I decide that I'm going to stick with this party, I don't really change it. Because I feel like some sort of camaraderie for the little digital pixel things. (laughs) 
I, so, I feel like there, yeah. there's that. I mean, I mean, I feel like it's to your detriment too. Like you pick up a new guy three levels in, and you go, "Well, it's going to take forever to get you caught up to everybody else." At least in the older games. So I'm just gonna. Doesn't take that long now because Sword and Shield is literally baby mode for a video game where I was over leveled the entire game. I steamrolled every single gym leader. It was like the last two where I didn't one shot their final Pokemon. But none of mine ever died. Yeah, so. Like, I don't need it to be like. Like, I know it's a game for children, but like, X and Y had a challenge mode. Like, I literally don't understand why they can't just like have that in there as an option it's it's so easy that they could do it but they also won't. the designs for the older pokemon i i much like the designs for the older pokemons compared to the new ones probably the only n- newer design pokemon that i did really like is donkey konga <laughs> what rillaboom yeah i didn't i didn't really like the starters like any of them like by the end of the game i really didn't like any of the three starters or any of their lines um, I liked uh, the Yamper line. Yeah. Um, I like some of the other ones, but like overall, I found the newer ones to be a little bit more forgettable than I'd like. Then again, with the, DLC, with the DLC, you know, Big Chungus Venusaur, Big Chunky is going to be coming his way, so can't wait to and see And they're adding is. actual new Pokemon for like this generation as well that are locked behind DLC, and I'm just like, come on. Like, everyone's, like, was up in arms, like, oh, it was okay when they re-released, like, a third version before. It's like, yeah, a third version was the full game, and it costs, like, for the GBA games, they're, like, 30 35 for a full game with new stuff in it. This one's 30 bucks, and, like, it's probably not going to be that heavy of content. And, like, the game was already lacking a bunch of content, so now I'm paying $90 for still an unfinished game. Yeah, probably, like, three to four hours, if that. And on top of that, have you seen the pricing for Pokemon Home? Uh, no, I I avoided that lovely wildfire. Poke, the Pokemon Company can go fuck itself. It's it's terrible. Do you, either of you know what Pokemon Home is? I know this is a tangent off a it, question that was completely different, but... So, without knowing the context of specifically what it is, I do know about PS Home, and I'm guessing this is like a downloadable Pokemon skin for the PlayStation Home, like, virtual reality environment, basically. Yes, exactly. Mostly because PS Home has been dead for like almost ten years now. <laughs> it's such a random thing to bring up. <laughs> you know, I did that. I love that. I love PS Home. PS Home was amazing. I remember going there to watch the E3 conference, and the the video was so horribly buffery, and like no yeah, one could yeah, watch it. It was at like two forty or one eighty p, if that. It was just like t- like ten people standing in front of a screen hoping something would happen. Yeah. By the way, it's, no, it's not that. It's uh, like basically the evolved version. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, did I get it right? Oh my god. No, okay. But it's basically the updated version of Pokemon Bank. So you can take stuff from Pokemon Bank, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, and Pokemon Sword and Shield, and transfer it into this, and like basically have storage and stuff like that. This is where the global trading system that was removed from Sword and Shield, like that was in every previous game, is now in. Um, you can put things, you can do that, you can do room trade, you can judge your, the Pokemon, like, um, you know, like their stats, stuff like that. You can store Pokemon, um, you can do transfers, like, without having the game. Say, you, like, you just want to transfer it into the thing, but you don't want it in your game, your friend, you can transfer. And then anything that's available in Sword and Shield can be sent into it. Now, the problem with this is the pricing for it. So, Basic is, like, the free version. Basic, you can... You cannot transfer anything from Pokemon Bank. 
you can hold 30 Pokemon. They have a wonder box, like you know how you do wonder trades or like mystery trades? You can throw three Pokemon in there for free that will trade off on their own. You can put one Pokemon in the GTS at a time. Uh, you can join a room to trade with people, but you can't make one. And then you cannot judge your Pokemon. If you pay for the premium, you can you can transfer from Pokemon Bank, which requires you to also having paid the $5 a year for Pokemon Bank, which also does nothing, that you're just paying 5 bucks for them to hold, like, I don't know, 50 megabytes of storage. You can hold up to 6,000 Pokemon, have 10 Pokemon in the Wonder Box, 3 Pokemon in GTS, create and join the trading rooms, and you can use the judge function. Now, the big issue with all this is the cost. Pokemon Bank, or Pokemon Home Premium, is $3 a month. $6 for every three months instead, or $16 for a year. So, you have to pay for one year 16 bucks for all these things, which include features that were stripped out of Sun and Moon and, and are removed from you know Sword and Shield for this. And then you have to pay for Pokemon Bank if you want to transfer things from the old ones, which is another 5 So it's $20, $21 a, month, a year just to like get the best out of this. And not every Pokemon can be sent to Sword and Shield. So you might have some that just sit in that bank. So if you don't want to lose them, you have to keep your subscription active because they can delete them anytime they want. They never, I don't know how long they wait. Maybe it's like a month, maybe it's three months or so. But you have to pay for all this on top of your Nintendo Online subscription fee. Just for Pokemon. And then you have the download content for this. So to get all the features that were available in like fucking Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon, Sword and Shield is now going to cost $60 base game, $30 for the DLC, and then $20 for like all the bank stuff. So you're paying $110 to get the full Pokemon experience this generation. Uh, yeah, it sounds... It sounds not good. It sounds no, it's like not. yeah. It sounds like the continuing trend of uh, companies just taking advantage of the the games as a service rabbit hole and mm-hmm. using it as a continual excuse for, hey, it's not content we didn't get around to putting in the game. It's a service model, and the service we're providing is that stuff that we didn't give you earlier. Now, and you pay for it. Because it wasn't with the original game. You you paid for that first thing. That's what you wanted, right? That's what you paid for. So that's what you got. But you want you want this other thing? You're going to pay for that. That's basically... They're, they're treating them like expansion packs. But if you were to release any of these individual things that they make as part of their service um, packs now, um, mm. or back in the 90s, and if they would have been like, this is an expansion pack the the that sale would have flopped so hard people would have been like yep. no no way man that's like that's like not even five dollars worth of content like it probably wouldn't have been that big of an issue if this stuff was new but the thing is we've already had most of these features available in the games since like with the exception of bank and storing things in a remote server we've had that function since diamond and pearl were the first ones enabled online and now they're taking those functions out like GTS and you have to pay for them separately. Like I know you have the the basic account where you can put one in there. Anyone that, that defends a basic account amount of stuff like that is an apologist for for a corporation. Don't 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 defend a corporation. They're not in it for you. You don't need to do that. But, but like the corporation's a person too, Gil. 
No, it's God. They're <laughs> corporations are people unless they came to like an untimely death of a worker. Then suddenly they're not people and they can't be tried for like murder or something. Whatever. That's a whole other mm-hmm. thing that I don't know enough about for me to bitch about. <laughs> so. But yeah, that is. I have no idea what we were on. I kind of zoned out when you guys were talking about sports. And I'm trying to bring my brain back. No, it was Timber's fault because Timber was talking about his Pokemon ripoff, and then we went on about what did we like about Pokemon. I was then we went. It's not just a Pokemon ripoff. It's it's a Pokemon ripoff. The problem with Temtem too, though, is they're like, oh, you know, everyone wants a Pokemon MMO, and like I watched you play it, I'm like, MMOs for Pokemon would be fucking boring, and I'm watching one that's boring. I don't. My my problem with it, in terms of like, in my mind, hey, I would like. A Pokemon MMO doesn't sound terrible because effectively it shouldn't hinder the Pokemon gameplay loop at all. The problem I have is that it's there. So now it's an MMO, so there's all these 10-year-old children running around. I can't talk to them. Mm-hmm. I can probably like trade or duel with them through some menu system. But if I can't communicate with them and I can't coordinate with them to like do stuff then what's the point of it being an MMO? Like, why does it matter if I can see this person here? It's almost kind of... I was going to make a comparison to the Dark Souls death system, but That's at least in the Dark Souls... I was about to say that. But that actually, yeah, that actually helps you with certain things. It was clever in a way. The existence of other characters just wandering around... And that's the other thing with MMOs, is that when a person is playing a character in a game, it is the most jarring thing to have to observe... Like, I don't know why they just, but they just can never get the animation right between, like, this is a player, and they're moving around, and this is an NPC, and you always see, like, the NPCs just going on a nice stroll past the fence, being like, howdy, neighbor, and then there, there's this kid, that this, uh, this other player, who's, like, running by, like, they just took five cans of Adderall, going, like, okay, where's the next gym, and they, like, spin around in place, they, like, jump into the, the nearest grass, and, and, you're just like, what is wrong with the people in this town? Know, I didn't know Adderall came in cans. Uh, I used to work at a pharmacy. <laughs> listen, listen. Uh, you I, the canned Adderall? I heard it's pretty good. You can store your Adderall in whatever container you you see fit uh, after purchase. But um, Adderall stored stored in the cans. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be sold in the can. But um. Okay, where were we? We were on hyped up Temtem children. And it's not good. So, in in conclusion, on this topic of... I still have the apocalypse pictures up. So, at at one point we were talking about the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. And now, I was going to mention um, a bit of news. It's relevant, because I actually care about this series. I don't know if either of you do. Um... Warcraft 3. What did you guys think of the Warcraft 3 monumental debacle that happened this past week? Uh, The most I can say, because I don't play anything Blizzard makes, is I'm like, oh, this is a typical Blizzard move. (laughs) Classic Blizzard. Um, I don't know. It it, it is so weird to me, because I was excited about the idea of Warcraft 3 releasing as a remake, because I didn't personally own the original copy. I had played it a long time ago. Actually, it was one of two games that I played in the second story LAN 
room above a gas station in Romania. They had StarCraft and they had WarCraft 3. And I I watched a bunch of demos of people playing StarCraft because I had no idea how to play that one properly. And I think I played like the first mission of WarCraft 3. But um, the difference here is I own StarCraft and I, I know what I'm doing with that one now. And with Warcraft 3, I never ended up getting a copy. And when they re- they said they were making this remake, I was like, now is my chance. I will be able to finally play Warcraft 3 for real. And then I heard all the negative things, and I was like, you know... Now you're not going to be able to play Warcraft 3 for real. Now, now I can never play Warcraft 3. Before the Reforged announcement, they actually had a Warcraft 3 battle chest that you could buy on GOG, which just a few months before the announcement of Warcraft 3 Reforged coming out, got pulled off of the GOG storefront. Uh, so yeah, now I now I have no choice. It is you can't even play the, ga- the original game online without running it through Reforged first. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, it's disastrous. I don't know why. I don't know where these ideas of theirs uh, came from. It's clear that there's at least a little bit of anger about the whole Dota 2 thing that they can't get over. I think my favorite thing of that dichotomy is I can a see little. Blizzard over here. I can see Blizzard over here being like you can visualize like a man sweating at the sight of Dota 2 off in the distance. And meanwhile, I don't think like if they were to ever approach Valve, that would be like, uh, who who are you? We, I was just swimming in my money. I don't know. Blizzard? What's a blizzard? Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This this whole this whole month has been off to such a rocky start when it comes to, like, anything good getting announced or, or coming to fruition in a positive way. I felt like it's just kind of been one misstep after another this year. Unless, of course... You've heard some good gaming news recently. Um, have I? <laughs> I'm I trying to set, think of anything was, that's been announced. I, I, I was setting you up, man. I was setting you up for some optimism. Don't don't leave me hanging. You're setting me up for optimism. I, me. I yes, you. You me. You're it going is, to me for to, optimism to kill, and uplifting. To give us an uplifting turn of events. That's why you're here to be the optimist. I'm here to be like me, me. optimistic. Compared to me, <laughs> I think Ken's. Ken, the, you know, I think Ken's the real optimist here. Ken, bring us some. Ken's movies. the mediator. Really, the guy that just sounds bored out of his mind and deadpan half the time I'm on the show. <laughs> I mean, that's all of us, really. To be that's honest. Really- <laughs> And the the only good gaming news that I have is that D four DJ the new Bushi Road franchise is gonna get a new mobile game. <laughs> God, hey man, I'll, if... I will be there day one, just sucking it all up. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm noticing a theme today. Hold on, let me let me look in let me like look on Polygon to see if anything came up. I mean, um, we don't yeah, we don't need to dig for gaming news. I was just Well, I'll just look to see if anything happened. Um uh Fallout 76 is coming to Steam. Uh, PC soon. Why? Why 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 why? Why? Why why why? Uh Oh, I I there's some good news. The wonderful 101's coming to Switch, PC and PS4. They met their Kickstarter goal. Oh, that is good. Uh, I was going to say, but then they made it in like 20 minutes or something. They made it 
they um they hit the switch one quick and then the other ones were really like not too long after so it's coming to switch P- pc and ps4 and i think uh let me double check let me look at their kickstarter campaign because they're only asking for like fifty thousand. i guess they're getting some funding from before yeah um, so no like 50, they were 000. they were asking for the minimum amount for the game i think yeah, I think that was just for the Switch port. Like, if we hit this, you'll get a Switch port type of thing. Uh, they have made... Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So they were asking for $49,890. Because, like, it was it's um, exchange rate from yen. But they have gotten... Uh, let's see. Is it million? <laughs> uh, they have... Let's see, hundred thousand million. Is that really? Is it million? Am I stupid? No, billion. Wait. No. Oh, I'm so stupid tonight. I can't. They got one million two hundred eighty thousand eight hundred thirty-four dollars. They have thirty days to go. They have almost twenty thousand backers. So that means we are getting. Uh, let's see. Switch versions done. Steam versions coming. PS4 version adding a time attack mode and then they're adding uh, a let's see lucas first mission a brand new 2d side scrolling adventure starring a young hero f- like another side thing to the game um a remix soundtrack for featuring a special guest and then there's more room for kickstarter like stretch goals below that they all they have 30 days left this started yesterday and one of the best things that you can get for, for these is starting with um Starting with how much do you have to do it? Starting if you if you like pledge um, eleven thousand yen, which is about a uh, hundred bucks, hundred ten bucks, or about a hundred two dollars. Right there. If you if you do that one or higher, Kamiya will personally tweet at you and then block you on Twitter. Oh, that is what that was related to. I saw a tweet <gasps> talking about how they were doing that with their um um. <laughs> As one of the goals. <laughs> he will personally block you. Uh, I find it interesting that the anticipated delivery date for this is April 2020, which means I feel like they already had this underway. Because there's no way that they'll have this done, uh, you know, in the next few months had they not already started on it. So I feel like they started on it and then they did this to get it to other platforms. I mean, this might even be like, the they might have had enough to do the port, but this might be the publishing cost. I mean that's one of the the things that makes Platinum so great though, isn't it? They they pretty much sneak games um out into the world. Like they did that with that's why like they always make these great games that kind of have underwhelming performance, like people don't catch on to them as early just because their marketing is basically okay, we're going to like make sure no one knows about this until it's ready. And so it's like it's here. They also have an uh, a retweeting campaign that every every so many tweets um, there's secret missions and like so every so many tweets um, are retweets of the thing um, something happens like they hit the mission one which I don't know what it was it was, the sticker set was un, um, increased um, uh, seventeen hundred retweets and like the size for the acrylic standee that you can get for the awards has been made has been bigger. Um, there's a bunch of secret ones, and then if they hit mission twelve, um, Kamiya will unblock everyone. 
So if you've already been blocked by Kamiya, he will go through and unblock everyone on his blocked list. <laughs> oh man. You and get, it is you an get a optional it is an optional reward to be blocked by Kamiya. You can choose to not be blocked by him. And there will be a physical version, it looks like as well, which I will probably be getting if I buy this. Which I want it, because if anyone doesn't know what it is, it's a it's an action game from um Platinum where you play as 101 uh, heroes. Like, you start out with a smaller map. I think total there's 101 different heroes you can have on your team. They all have different colors, different powers, and they combine to do things. Like, you'll make, like, um, you'll draw, like, a certain shape on the screen, like a circle, and they'll turn into a fist or turn into a gun. And that's how you get through this, like, giant, like, uh, the camera's panned out on a big world, and you go through the world, like, almost like a big Bayonetta-type thing, but, like, more colorful. It's based on, like, costumes, superheroes, like, poke, like, um, Power Rangers, stuff like that. Ow, hit my hand. And that's what this game is. It came out on the Wii U, and now it's going to be on something people actually own. Yay. Now the rest of the world can enjoy this Wii U game. Yeah. Did you ever play it? No, I don't have a Wii U. I also didn't have a Wii. Nice. Yeah, I was I was very up on my Nintendo. Like, yeah, you still haven't played uh, Skyward Sword. I haven't. I still want... Uh, a port give it on switch please can we get that kickstarter going you have a wii don't you no you don't even have a normal wii i've never had a wii i don't have a wii they're like free now (laughs) that's not true i have a gamecube and i have a switch and i have an n64 Mm -hmm. those are my nintendo systems and i stick by them i wouldn't betray them with a wii But, but yeah, that's the only bit of good news I can think of. I mean, I, I do have one good news here. Look at this. Uh, they've they've officially released the $50 video game Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game 3. Yeah, it's, the, motocro- it it's, it's the motocross video game, if I remember Steam. correctly. Yeah, I think it is yeah, I think it is just a motocross game, but the fact that the leading words of the of the frickin' game is monster energy is just like Yeah, because that whole circuit is sponsored by Monster Energy. Okay. Monster Energy Drink. Yeah, apparently it got mixed reviews, so I can't I can't vouch for the quality of this thing. Oh, it got mixed reviews, are you surprised? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people like their Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game three. Maybe they're big fans of that. There are no, literally they're just huge stands of about the second and first game. Not really so much the third. Yeah, that's that's all that that's coming in here. Though I do yeah. find it amusing. There are people like coming from someone who had no idea this thing existed and looking at the reviews and being be like, I don't know if Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game three, really hits the mark for the Monster Energy Supercross video game franchise. Uh, seems a little <laughs> falls a little short of the target there. Uh, boy, that's saying something. I mean, the bar was set so high for them, so I I can understand why. Yeah, it's just basically insurmountable. Uh Man, I don't know. It's it's been a dead, a dead month really for games. I've just been sifting through as I as I've done last time. I think the last time we actually had me on the show, I was still in the process of sifting through my Steam library trying to play older things that were in it, and I, I just keep running this stuff and be like, "Yep, I don't know if I'm ever really gonna play the original Strife Veteran Edition. It's a little old at this point." 
I don't I also don't know. I have so this one this one's been burning a hole in my library. The last remnant. I own it. Square Enix made it. And I can't decide I cannot decide if it's gonna be worth my time or not. A lot of people have been basically saying might like that one. A lot of people said basically if I liked Final Fantasy twelve I'd like it, but then I, I beg to make the statement so if I played Final Fantasy twelve, is there anything that I'm actually gonna get that's fresh, new, or good in the last remnant? It has more RTS style things than I think. Really? Like I think you can draw, control like mobs of characters. Hmm. There's a remastered version of it on Switch as well. Yeah, but that would require me to buy it again. <laughs> Didn't you get it for free or like really cheap? I think it was a I think it was a free thing on Steam. You're right, so I could. Hmm. Hmm. See, I've been lucky. I have like basically only moved to playing old games, and there's no shortage of them. Yeah, you, there's no game shortages for old games, but I'm not really I'm not really looking to like play new games necessarily. I'm just hoping to play good ones. Yeah. Like, I'm honestly, at this point, I'm just waiting for Animal Crossing. I'm not, like, I'm looking forward to Animal Crossing, Xenoblade, Remastered, and, like, I think there's one more thing this year. And that's, like, really all I care about, unless they, until, like, E3 when they announce new shit. Give me a beautiful Joe 3 or something like that. I recently bought a copy of Majesty Gold HD Edition, because that was one of my favorite, uh, like medieval simulators that i ever played and i don't think another such thing has ever existed since um i have no idea what that is you never heard of it please enlighten me maybe i'll stream this this might be something i'll actually do um because i love this game but basically the the premise of the game is that you manage a a small town of um basically villagers you'll have like a palace and you set up your your guilds which you summon heroes from and you'll set up like inns and markets and stuff and the whole idea of the game is that you are passively ruling this empire you have like the heroes will come in and they'll more or less just go about their own business doing whatever they want if they want to go get a beer they're going to go get a beer if they want to go to the market and buy like potions or or sex toys they're going to do that um you know the, the the heroes will just do their own thing and your job is to basically tactically place bounties around the map if you want to actually convince these heroes to do what you want them to do. So it's a little bit of... There's a little bit of control that you have over it, but for the most part, um, you're just observing these people living their lives, and maybe they'll go do what you want them to do, which sounds like it should be annoying, but for some reason I took so much pleasure out of just seeing them... Um, existing and and using the the accommodations i provided them i don't know i've always been a sit i always like sim type games so it's always kind of been up my alley and probably not a great thing for streaming because i don't know if people like the meta game of watching people watch other things do things on their own but uh i, I mean so people like to watch uh final fantasy raids and stuff <laughs> like that so true uh so yeah Maybe maybe this one I'll pull out just because I have a feeling there are very few people out there that actually know what the heck this is. I'm fairly low energy tonight too. Like I'm getting more tired as the day goes on. God. 
I'm sorry, it's my Ken's fault. Like, I've, I've, I brought no, the it's energy fine. sap here. No, it's just like been a long like couple days already. It's been kind of like just a not so great day personally, but not like like stream wise was fine, but like family issues have cropped up in the past like few days. So, mm. yeah, I felt um, I felt drained coming into this week, and it is partly because I basically went from um, having someone in town to having like a work conference that I had to to be involved with to not to feeling low energy and not really having any direction with certain stuff like I, th- I think this is just that time of year where like not a lot's going on so i think the world is kind of hibernating and i definitely feel it but kill's got a little puppy popper pup oh that's biscuit that's girlfriend's dog i put him on my overlay and people have seemed to like it it's so cute. I like well, just like dude. I just put like a picture of her dog on. People are like, "Who's the dog? My my girlfriend's dog." Does he live there? No, he doesn't live here. No, dog dogs bring people in, man. I, I I'm just I, leaving him on there at this point. I just want I'm making him bigger each each day. I make him a little bit bigger on the screen. Can you do it every single day so that by day 365, most of the stream is just covered by that dog face and there's I'm. I don't know if I can do it that much, but I'm going to see how far I can get it into, like, what, I have a chat box on mine, and see how far I can get into that before people start to be like, is the dog bigger now? I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> but I know, like, I know one person that's going to, like, go back and be like, the dog is bigger now. I went back and looked, and I'm like, okay, thanks. I know the one person that's going to do it, too. Mm. I'm trying to think, do I have anything else going on? Oh, I'm, I've am i been working on a campaign for something. I'm trying to, trying to get the word out. Maybe you two can help me. Okay. Um, so I'm going to post something in the, in the, in the thing real quick. Also, I are, need this. Also, are we still I need... alive? <laughs> what do you mean still alive? Is Ken still around? Ken? Yeah, you need Pepsi Man, right? Pepsi yeah. Man. Okay. Oh. Yeah, we're still alive. I mean, we're recording. Right, did you stop? $70. It's a Japan only, okay. It's a Japan only game called Pepsi Man. Everyone knows what it is. Just Google Pepsi Man. Look for the sound. Like the everyone knows the song Pepsi Man. It's, I've not had to explain this. I need this. I need this game. If the I give you the is, money right now, will you buy it? I will buy this thing immediately as soon as I can. Okay. Uh, what's <laughs> Don't give me money way? for this. What, what's the fastest way to ship you money? Line. What? No, <laughs> I don't know how to use Line money. You don't have to give me money for this, but I I need this game. <laughs> get that yeah, game venmo I'll, I'll give you i'll give you it to via venmo no 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 no. it's, it's too it's, expensive it's... i wonder if it's cheaper in japan to go if you went there we'll see but like i need i need pepsi man i have been trying to get my girlfriend okay, so if you can find it at monorake I'll, I'll go get it for you i've been trying to get my girlfriend to buy me it and she just said no she's like i don't need it and then i played the song and i was singing the pepsi man song and she's like you don't need the game to sing the song and that's bullshit we all know that i need this and i keep bringing it up every day on stream in hopes that someone has a spare copy of it currently we're working on a tweeting campaign at pepsi to see if pepsi has a copy of pepsi man laying around in their offices somewhere that they could give me so please go on twitter and retweet or tweet at Pepsi and ask them to give me a copy of Pepsi Man. Because <laughs> I really want it. I've just been buying like shitty old games or weird games like that to play. There's another one I want called Oh No. And it's not available for download or anything like that. Is it somewhat uh, me... related to your father's band, Timber? 
That's Ozone. I hope there's not another another band out there called Oh No. It's probably a so stoner game, band. So this game has like a banger of a soundtrack. It's mostly it's just those... pep, pep. Oh no, no, I'm talking about Oh No now, but Pepsi Man has a really good one too and I want it. I'm trying to find this one for... You're just going to go down the like branded video games thing, aren't you? You got Pepsi Man, you're going to do Chex Quest next. Gonna get a little bit spot. of the. Uh, yep. Sp- there's a Chex Quest. Yes, there's Chex Quest. Yeah. You never heard this. of Chex Quest? There's yeah. a spot. So here's the Seven Up video game. You should get that. Cool spot. All right, I have this time like a link to a certain time code on that. Um, that's oh no. Uh, that is the game I really want right now. Um, I was informed about its existence the other day by a uh, streamer friend. Oh yeah, and I saw that tweet. A... It looks so weird. I need this, but there's no download version. I'm like, oh, if there's a download version on PSN, I'll get that. There's not. But you play as these three like snot-nosed children in a line and like walk through and cause mayhem. But the way they like dance through things is really weird. But every stage is actually a different kind of gameplay as well. All right, there's now this is of... what I'm talking about. And, like you pick up burgers and stuff too. Like it's such a weird game i don't know how to describe this it's just weird i like PS the fact that game. they're avoiding any fish burgers I, I i didn't understand that i i do definitely get a kind of a goemon feel from this not not at that quality level of course but just the the general like self-awareness of kind of cultural parody that they're doing here but it's just like it's it's one of those um like just weird PS one like experimental games that you'll never see again. We'll never get another game like this. It's like this, then Muscle March is another one like that. These weird campy games. I'm just like obsessed with them right now. I so I think... need this. I need Pepsi Man. I need Muscle March. All that stuff. Yeah, Give I, me. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, take this. Get che- get Chex Quest. Maybe get what that. What is that uh, on? That was released for. DOS. <laughs> oh no, no. no. <laughs> you sh- you should know. You know what you should also get. What Sneak King? I have that. I own Sneak King. It's sitting right next to me. I right. I showed it today on stream. I'm like I own Sneak King. We will play this one day. Sneak King is like if Metal Gear Solid was good. And the reason why I say that is Me- Sneak King costs four dollars. Metal Gear Solid games cost sixty. Mm. I feel like the quality is higher for the price in Sneak King. Yeah, you get, it you is get... Metal Gear I think Solid. the difficulty is spike is pretty immense in Sneaking though. It is. Why are they not eating the fish burgers in this? I don't understand. But like I've been getting stuff like this. I bought a game recently called Trag Mission of Mercy. It's a Resident Evil clone, but like instead of fighting zombies and stuff, you're fighting like bioengineered terrorists kind of. Like they're not monsters or anything. There's that and then you fight robots, and you run around in the fixed camera angles with, like, the tank controls, and you have beat up controls instead. And that game gets bullshit at the end, but it was fun up until then. I had to, like, save scum to beat the final boss. Okay, that that was the part of that said I was like, and did you did you finish it? Or, yeah. or did, we, um, did we kill save, on out of there? Save scum means fine, as I've, I've heard in another chat. Save states, save time. Like, it's that, or I'm like, do you want me to go through this unskippable cutscene and then keep dying? No. We will get through a phase, we will save it, 
save state it, and then we'll continue. I've had to save scum twice in that game. Because I'd get to areas with no healing items and I couldn't continue. Like, the last two hours or so of the game, there was no health drops, ever. And, like, in the beginning, there is a ton. So, like, I didn't think it was ever going to be an issue. Yeah, I think you just have to muscle through it, Kel. Become the best at... What, what what was the game? Trag, Mission of Mercy. Become the best trag player there is. And then become a trag speedrunner. There is a trag speedrunner. There's two of them. Well, beat One them. of them's Caveman, the guy that did um, Crash Bandicoot um, 2 Game Over Abuse. Like, you know the, do you know the one meme from GDQ where the guy's like, I'd prefer if you be quiet? Yes. <laughs> That's Caveman. That's the guy that ran trag. And there's one other person on the board. I currently only run Clock Tower Ghost Head, and people keep trying to take my world record. And I want them to stop. <laughs> I don't want to have to keep running that, that category. I'm curious what would happen if you were like you went to review it right now. I was like, someone beat my record. And then just like uh, mid-podcast, mid you're like, we're, we're, we're taking this back. I probably would get a, um, a heads up if it was... Uh, Do you, if you it have it alerted? Um, you, you actually have this like tracked don't you no no i probably would get a heads up if there had been like something submitted mm. like one way or another like it probably would have gotten through that so and so did a run or like you know i'd see someone had done one if i searched the category type thing i know i also just like try and do one once a week that way i can just like submit it with the pb i like how you went from having never played a clock tower game to holding a speedrunning world record I own Clock three. Tower. I I hold three world records for Clock Tower games. Well, Clock Tower Ghost Head, and then two on Clock Tower for Wonder Swan. What? Wait, hold on. Sorry, Clock Tower for Wonder Swan. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I own. I hold two speedrun record world records for Clock Tower on Wonder Swan. The hell is a Wonder Swan? Hold on. I like how you're surprised it was on Wonder Swan. Then you're like, "Well, what is a Wonder Swan?" As if you didn't, if you knew before. I didn't. I didn't. I was just like, I was just making sure that I heard correctly. It was ported to the PlayStation Wonder Swan and Windows. What? What is a Wonder Swan? Is it's a um, handheld system that was made by Bandai. The first one was only black and white and took a single AA battery and had the backing of companies like Square Enix. And, like, Bandai owned it, so they had all the Bandai properties, a lot of other people put stuff on there. So then they released a color, then Crystal. Crystal was, like, an updated version of the color. And they were, the thing was, they were competitively priced. I think, like, the Wonder Swan Classic was $80. $80 versus, like, you know, the $100 plus dollars for the Game Boy Color or Game Boy Advance. Okay. So even though it was technically inferior, it was cheaper and it got big names on there, too. Like, there's three Final Fantasy games on there, Front Missions on there. Like, there's, like, um, Digimon games are on there. Like it was like the Digimon well, game and then it just... was amazing. <laughs> I have that. Yeah, I have a, a Wonder Swan too. Have the oh, color. Nice. Yeah, have the color or the. I have the um, Final Fantasy one edition of the color. So uh, sorry, they I, made I was... two Digimon games. I have them both, and this was me trying, not knowing any lick of Japanese, playing the playing this game. I still have it. I should take a picture of it. Nice. Show me it. I want to see. It's just wild to me that I never heard of this in my life. Do you know about the Neo Geo Pocket Color? I do. I've heard of Neo Geos. 
I have a Neo Geo Pocket Color with a single game on it. I have Sonic's Pocket Adventure. I also have a Game Gear. I need a Sega Nomad still, though. I want one of those really bad. Yeah, you're looking at the same thing as me, the fifth generation of of consoles. I was I, I was aware of all of these except for um except for the Wonder Swan. Yeah, it was Japan only. It never came out uh, in the states. So there be is. Okay, the magic the magic words. Japan but I think only. If I knew it, then you should have known it. Yeah, but I was a, I was a late weeb. I didn't get into like Japanese things until I was in late high school and by then we were we were all on our PS2s and GameCubes. Now you're too busy going to Renaissance fairs. No, that was college. <laughs> I've seen those pictures of you at a Renaissance fair. Yeah, those are really old. Yeah, your update your Facebook's not very updated. It isn't. I basically dropped off of actually posting anything like officially to Facebook probably a year before I graduated, so there's really not anything super up to date on there anymore. All I do on Facebook is just use Messenger. Exactly. I just talk to people, but I don't like I don't I don't get anything out of showing acquaintances the state of my life in 2020. Like it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I mean, I talk to people that I want to tell people about stuff anyway, so there's no reason to really use it. Exactly. I feel like yeah, anybody who's important enough will get a like DM from me. I think it's more authentic and personal that way anyway. Anyone who's uh Anyone's important, they'll get the timber tap. They'll get the timber tap, yeah. And then... Uh, it... Go ahead. Yeah, the dangers of social media. That's also why I don't post to YouTube anymore, because, you know, I, if, if I cared enough about something, I'd just tell you about it. I wouldn't make a video. <laughs> uh, and and so we're here now. Was there anything else going on? I, I feel like we're all pretty low energy today, and I don't not really a lot going on. So, did you want to get to our couple few questions that we have? Yeah, we have a whole lot. Let's look at the questions in this probably supercut podcast of the Potosaurus. Yeah, this is probably gonna be the shortest episode we've done. Like, it's just like by the time it's hit night tonight, like I've just like been like my energy's been like dropping. Yeah, I took like I took a nap before this podcast, and I'm still like physically dead. It's just been a lot. It's been a lot the the past couple weeks. See anything from you, Ken, before we move on? Uh, I wanted to talk about Kingdom Hearts three real fast. Oh, that's Go right. I forgot it. about yeah, that. Yeah. Tell us about Kingdom so, Hearts three. Another game that I was playing. I was playing the DLC for Kingdom Hearts three, and it's it's all right. Like I finally got over the whole thing. There's a they introduce a lovely time machine mechanic in the game for the via the storyline, and like. Near the end of the game, there's like two Soras, a future Sora and a past Sora, where the future Sora is trying to rescue Kyrie, and it makes no sense because if future Sora rescues Kyrie, then the past Sora would be like trying to rescue the Kyrie that isn't there, and because Kyrie isn't there, because future Sora saved past Kyrie, it, oh, it's all time time mechanics. I I don't understand that entire story, but regardless, the ending of it is. You go into this this game world that is featured in the Toy Story world, where it pretty much looks like a Tetsunomura loving, loving game, and you fight the character in there. And if you win, 
there is a scene of the character fading away and going into the Final Fantasy versus 13 world or the trailer, the beginning trailer of him just being in this car. And you can tell that Titsunomura was freaking salty that he had to leave 15. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think about that. I haven't finished the game myself, but Timber, did you play Kingdom Hearts at all? Uh, I mean, I loved Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Uh, they were, I mean, they three, were mainstays, though. but 3, yeah, no. I mean, the whole not having a PS4 thing kind of killed the Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, drive for me. But um, but I, I, think, I think it had potential, and yeah, it's a shame that that there were uh, s- situations with it that uh, that that brought such feelings from you, Ken. Yeah. Well, thank you for telling us about it, Ken. I appreciate you <laughs> taking your time to tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, before or moving on, real quick, um, we just have a few questions. It'll probably be a shorter episode today, just because not a lot of questions, not a lot going on really at all. And I'm also not the host, yet I am doing this anyway today. Um, let's see. Where do we leave off? Um, let's see. We have a few further back. They're not anything too much. Um, let's see. Uh, Mako asks, if I make a game, will you play it? And I means her and you means me. I say yes. If Mako made a game, would you play it? I will tell you that it is most likely a waifu-based gacha game that is going to try and steal money from you. I know better than to play gotcha games of any kind. So How about you, Ken? I'm going to say probably yes. Yeah, I am very excited. <laughs> I love gotcha games. I um I've started playing another one recently, like cuz I'm like what's just something I can play with things that look familiar that I don't have to pay for? So I downloaded, oh what the fuck is it called? It sucks. It's really bad. Uh Sega Heroes, it's like a match 3 uh, oh god, that's character RPG. So you basically play Bejeweled down at the bottom, and it's really slow. And you have four heroes, different colors. You have red, blue, yellow, green. And I'm going through the story, and the characters I like aren't available in the story because they were the premium or like extra characters. So like I can't play with Gum from Jet Set Radio, so it, I'm a little pissed. But you go through different things, and you pretend like you're really doing th- something. The game has an auto mode, which makes no sense because it's just fucking bejeweled. So you just like play nothing and then unlock things. And like every time you go back to the home screen, you get one to three pop ups asking you for money. It's really shitty and scummy. <laughs> and it's ugly. And it's probably one of the worst gotcha games I've played. In Sega, you should be ashamed of yourselves, but you're Sega, so you probably aren't because you bought Atlas and you have no standards. I'm actually going to ask the obvious question that I think there's at least probably somebody out there that also wants to know, which is what makes a game a gotcha game? Because when I think of a gotcha game, I think of like um, those little capsule pod dispenser things that are like yeah, gotcha yep, machines, yep, right? Yep. That's what really it's based on. Where you yep. put in money and you get out something random. Yep. Ah, uh, Okay. So, like, anything where you put in some form of currency, whether it be in-game currency, real money, most of them have a mixture of both. Um, you put those in, you get a random character, random item, something like that, and then you use it to play the game. Ah. That's where gotcha comes from. Because yeah. gotcha are capsule toys, like, it's a random chance. You put in your, you know, your 100 yen, you're going to get something. 
but that's what it is. I know she wants to make a gotcha game, and I know that's what it would be, so I'd say yes, but I probably would not put any money into it. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be a free-to-player. I wouldn't be a whale. Yeah, I've, I whaled a little bit on um, Dragalia Lost, but they also gave out a ton of free shit, so... Yeah, so, but like, you also I got your, your, your Seiyu, so I mean, that's... Like, honestly, for me, if I were to play a game for in, these anime games at this point, it's only to get the character for the Seiyus. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, for Dragalia Lost, the event character was my favorite Seiyu, so I had to go play the event. But mm-hmm. after that, because she has no involvement for any of the events after that, I don't play the game. I haven't played Dragalia yeah. since that last year, pretty much. Yeah, I and was then, playing it a lot yeah. for about... It's been out for a bit over a year now. I probably played it about, like, 9 out of the 12 months that was out. I just stopped playing it again recently. I played 9 out of the 12 of the first year, and then, like, played 2 more months after. I stopped playing it in, like, December. Like, around the time that they started repeating stuff, and, like, we were back in, like, New Year's things. I just got tired of doing, like, a new event every couple weeks. So, like, I never... It took me forever to get through the story mode, because I just wasn't doing it. And I don't know if I'll go back to it. I'm kind of done with Gotcha. I don't even, like... I stopped playing Pokemon Go, too, because it just fucked that game. <laughs> it makes me too angry. It was, I'm like, sorry, my blood pressure you is probably too high. Crystalia. <laughs> Oh, I'll still get my my uh, Corsola from you at some point, but like I'm I'm not playing it regularly anymore. Just like when we go out to the park, I'll play it on, while we're walking around. But I don't care too much. Though. I mean, that's how most people play Pokemon Go, isn't it? What were you doing? Yeah. No, not I mean, my we boss. We we are we are our work office is right above a Pokestop, above two Pokestops actually. So he just plays the game and leaves it on while working. Yeah. All right. I think the only game that I've ever wailed for was Smite, which is the only... That's the only time I was ever trendy with video games. There was a time where MOBAs were the thing before this Battle Royale craze, and I picked Smite to be my my MOBA in the arena. And I... And you're such a video game boomer. I played so much of that. I, I played a lot of that game, and I spent money on the actual skins, and I loved it, and then I stopped playing it, and ever since then, I kind of, re- like, that was the game that taught me, ah, I shouldn't be a whale, because eventually, this game, too, will shall pass, and so will all of the things that I, that I paid money on it, in, in it, mm. um, so, I don't know, but yeah, that's that was my, <laughs> my thing. I don't know, I, I have yet to see a battle royale game come out that made me feel the same way where i'm like this is gonna be my you know my my dabbling in the in the trendy genre all of them seem just too similar to each other for me to feel like any of them really stand out as something i want to try fortnite was the closest i came to like maybe but it didn't quite feel right for me either i can't see you playing fortnite at all I mean, not because, but that's because of the culture around it, right? Like, it, when I first heard about Fortnite, it was just a game that people didn't like as much as PUBG. And somebody said, hey, it's basically PUBG, but you like, you build stuff. So, like, it's basically PUBG Minecraft. And I was like, well, that's interesting. I played a mod for Half Life 2 once where you had to build forts and then blow each other up. Maybe it's kind of like that mod. Uh, eh. <laughs> you were such an old man with games. And I'm I'm holding a copy of a PS1 game, and you're the old man. Listen, I played a mod for Half Life where you had to build 
built castles and shit. Well, listen, after after the Half-Life mods, I I got Gary's mod. I made I made a, a car with a gate on it and I, I did and or statements to close and open the gate. And then I had Imagine being And then I I role played with people dressed up as com- in combine suits and said that they were they were my prisoners and then I'd, I'd ride around with the the with the the the, the car. And that was that was Imagine being so old to know who the Gary is behind Gary's mod. Is Gary still alive? I don't know. I don't know who Gary is. <laughs> Does anybody? Hold on. Who was Gary? Now I need to know. Who is Gary? Gary's mod Gary. I'm like pulling apart this PS1 case. I need this to leave my hands. I'm like pulling the, you know, that disc tray out of like the backing of the plastic. I'm like pulling that out. I need to stop. Gary Newman. And I cannot believe that people still consistently play Gary's mod to the point where we actually have the 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 knuckles me the 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 ugandan knuckles meme in gary's mod like it's still it's still a thing i i just it's 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 such a hard like there's a point where i dropped off from certain things and when i come back and remember oh yeah that was online it perpetuated there's still there's still new things that come into this ancient game it's uh i don't know it's just wild it's a wild world we live in and his name was Gary Newman. His name was Gary Newman. He's in town on vacation. All right. Kind of going off that question that... Uh, that was Black Shotgun's question, by the way. Wait. Oh, no. That was Mako's question. Off that, Tofu asked, what are our thoughts on the current state of mobile gaming? It's just gotcha games and nothing else. There's, It's pretty much dead in my mind. It's, a, it's just feel like gotcha games. Yep. If you don't like... Gotcha games, the state of mobile gaming is probably down or rival, honestly. Yeah. Like, if you're expecting anything new to come out that's not just a gotcha game or some free-to-play, like, throwaway trash, like, it's it's not gonna happen. There'll be, like, that one indie studio, like, some weird-ass, like, Phil Fish knockoff's gonna come out and be like, this is my, my game called Cup, and it's only on mobile, and it's gonna, like, transform the thing. It's gonna be some Jonathan, Jonathan Blow bullshit. That's about the only thing that's gonna happen, but that's just gonna be gotcha games. Actually, Even Nintendo's really bad about it. I saw something very recently that was actually kind of... I mean, I wouldn't say exciting because they were like, it's a mobile game, and I went, no thanks. But it sounded like it was basically like a legit game, like a full-on game game that you could play on your phone. God, what the heck was it called? This is a great contribution, I know. Um... I don't know, was it like a mobile game FPS? It was something really wild that I would never have expected to be. Call of Call Duty, Duty mobile. mobile, yes. Okay, that was the one I was like, wait, what? Yeah, and then people found out that they could play it on their computer with an Android emulator or something like that, and so they were like using their keyboard and mouse to play it and just destroying people on mobile. All right, and that's why, <laughs> and that's why it's gotcha games and not much else. Or you can play Plague Inc. That's a choice. Yeah. Learn how I don't to... know how the game plays. I mean, have you ever played Pandemic on the... Um... No. You never no, played the original? Ah. Oh. See, that's why I never bought Plague Inc. Because I actually played the original thing. I was like, well, it's just the same game. Why would I pay money? Um, I'm the worst kind of player. But... Yeah. 
but it, it was fun. That was that was me with a lot of Newgrounds games where it's like I found it entertaining when it was free, but a lot of those were never things that I was like, it's a good distraction. I wouldn't want to like spend dollar dollar amounts to actually play a lot mm. of them though. But yeah, that's pretty much I mean for mobile games it's kinda of, kinda of just how it is now. And we have one more question. We probably we had surprisingly not as much as we usually do, but it's kinda of nice because we usually have too many, I think. Uh the last one is from Black Shotgun. Hype for Animal Crossing? Yes. 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 Resounding. My entire yes. my entire my office office. my department is talking about Animal Crossing. The my manager, who I don't really get along with, is excited for Animal Crossing. She goes, "I reserved that Switch, the what the the Animal Crossing Switch. It's so cute." Mm. She goes, "I only played two games. It's Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon." <laughs> what about Stardew Valley? <laughs> you need to she, that. she is a sixty-five-year-old woman. I don't yes. think she knows what no. the hell Stardew Valley. Get her into Stardew Valley, and she will not exist in your office ever again because she'll be playing Stardew Valley. You know what she did? She she goes, oh, you know, when I get home from work for Animal Crossing, everyone would be sleeping, so I had to inverse the time twelve hours ahead. So I can participate with my animal friends. Oh, that's so wholesome, honestly. So yeah, she she cannot wait. And I was like, oh yeah. yeah. So on Saturdays when like it's the slowest day for our department, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be bringing out our switches just to play Animal Crossing. I'm gonna. We found out, um, I'm going to get it, and I'm, my girlfriend's going to get it, and we found out it comes out on, like, a Friday, before she has, like, a weekend off. So it's going to get here during the day, we're going to go back to St. Louis, whatever, and we're just going to play Animal Crossing a weekend. Ah, that's great. She's really excited for it, because she's working, like, every weekend until then, I think. Does Discord keep dropping today? No, I'm still here. Okay, we- I just keep hearing weird noises. Yeah, but that's all we have for questions. I mean, that's pretty much we're all excited for it. Yeah. It might not sound like it, but we're all really no, tired no, I'm, too already. I'm, I'm thrilled for the new Animal Crossing. Uh, it's not it's not something I imagine to play like for long stretches of time because I was never like s- super into playing it. But um, my girlfriend was always really into Animal Crossing, and I've gotten used to like whenever she's around, I'll be like off doing something else and then i'll just walk into the room and i just hear the um the staccato music of animal crossing in the distance like it's become the sound drop of my home so i'm looking (laughs) forward to having a new animal crossing soundtrack to have randomly happening in the background of my life (laughs) i don't know i i I, I think it's a it's a cute series I'm, i'm a big fan just from it's fun i can't wait i played everything up until now like when i was a kid i had it on gamecube i rented it every month every week for a a year almost and then got my own copy of it finally because i had like that game pass where i could just get whatever i wanted but i just kept animal crossing also i could have bought the game instead of keeping the the pass but like i didn't i was a kid and didn't have money at the time so 
Also, I must say, I can't think of too many games that I can categorize under the game genre of social simulation, which is apparently... It's like a chore simulator, too. Oh, good. <laughs> like, this game, this game is. is such a hard sell for anybody who doesn't know what it is. And as soon as you play like, it, it's you like... Honestly... Yeah, as soon as you play it, you know what it is. Like once you finally play it, like that's the only way to properly explain it. Let's stop playing with the stream. <laughs> yeah. But anything else to add for Animal Crossing or anything else? I'm super excited. I watched the first episode of Picard. That's not games. I still need to finish. I still need to finish uh, TNG. Yeah, I. I do too, frankly, so I'm probably not going to watch any more, but it was it was alright. I heard people say that episode 2 is a lot better. Episode 1 was more explodey than I was hoping, so I was kind of like, I don't know, but I have some people who really, really liked it, who are also really into TNG, so I'm probably going to try and give it another go and hope that I, that maybe it's just them trying to hook the, the, the younger child, the, the younger folks in uh, before giving us the good TNG goodness, it's really hard to like sell uh, or like a show on the first episode alone because usually the pilots are going to have like you know weird things to ca- cast either like getting into character, getting back into character. So like usually the first episodes of something or the pilot are not that good. But I'll I'll get to it eventually once the first season's done. We'll like hopefully be through TNG and then can just like get that like month of whatever it is nbc whatever get through it and then cancel it or cbs whatever i'm just gonna wait for it to get um like once the season's actually run its course and then just uh watch it on on amazon prime because it's eventually gonna go there okay i'll have to do that yeah anything else to add before we wrap up for tonight Get Nothing. get Ring Fit Adventures so you too can be a healthy Switch player. I want that really bad. I, I recommend it. it. It is actually fun and good exercise. I will say, be very careful. This is something I learned from experience. When you're using the 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 actual Ring Con, do not allow your wrists to collapse in on themselves. It's very easy to do that with the ring because of the way that it compresses itself. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, if you don't want to get carpal tunnel in addition to uh, your muscles, you should probably, like, be very, very careful with the uh, the compression techniques in that game. PSA for anybody mm-hmm. who recently got it. Well, thank you for that PSA. All right, Timber, take us out of here. All right, folks. If you liked what you heard today, you can come see me. Timbertaft at twitch.tv slash Timbertaft. I stream usually on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, but that's really up in the air, so just pay attention to my twitter.com slash Timbertaft or join my Discord. Link for the Discord usually on my Twitch page. Uh, you can also watch videos that I make. I do release uh, top tens, parodies, and reviews over on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Timbertaft. Um, but yeah, that's where you'll find me. As for Ken. Ken? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was just such a weird transition. 
If you want to hear my antics of the deadpan opening that happened earlier in the episode, you can hear my rantings about the Japanese music industry on my podcast, Ongakadu. You can find it at ongakadu.com, and you can find me on Twitter at OTYCAN1. Woo. And what about you, Kyo? Uh, you can find me every morning, Monday through Friday, at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time at Kyoto at Twitch tv slash Kyoto Hunter. Um, I stream retro games, horror games, retro horror games, and anything campy or terrible as well. Sometimes I combine all those things together and we get Dino Crisis 3. So if you like things like that, um, I have them up. Or I do that every morning, like I said. Um, I also run this here podcast on here, and I also do speedruns, which you can check out my speedrun page on speedrun.com and just search for Kyoto Hunter. And you can see all of my PBs and my world records in a couple different games. Nice and snappy. Thank you, everybody, for watching. I ho- for for listening. For listening. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed, and we will see you next time on the Podosaurus. Why'd you become all sultry about that one on the last part? There, I was trying to just deliver it like, uh, like you know, Captain the K? way that like the song. No, like the song. You know, welcome to the Podosaurus. That's the old theme song. <laughs> well, that's the good theme song. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. Aloha. <laughs>